0: Welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to discover how traditional business owners are leveraging the power of being a published author to grow their business. Get ready to discover practical and proven ways to enhance your reputation, build trust, and establish authority by authoring your own short, helpful book. On every episode, you'll hear from guest Main Street authors who have successfully authored, published, and leveraged their own book and want you to do the same. Now, here's your host of the Main Street Author Podcast, Mike Capuzzi.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to inspire business owners to author, publish, and leverage their own short, helpful books, or shooks, as I call them. Today, I'm pleased to be able to have a conversation with health expert and author, Dr. Arianne Ariane is the owner and founder of the Movement Paradigm, an integrative health center in the Philadelphia area, focusing on mindset, nutrition, and movement, blending Eastern and Western philosophies rooted in neuroscience, functional medicine, and movement science. Arianne is a cancer survivor, athlete, and an America Ninja Warrior, very cool, competitor. She's dedicated to helping individuals heal their bodies, move well, alleviate inflammation, and live with vitality. She is also the author of the just published book, Rise Up. Arianne, welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast.
2: Thank you so much, Mike, for having me.
1: Yes, and you and I were just reconnecting because years ago, and we were just realizing how long ago it was, uh, you helped me with some of these things. I was working out at a local gym and kind of getting a little bit jacked up with some muscles, and uh, (laughs) I just found your philosophy and the way you helped me and the way you help your, your clients just really helpful. And it's, as I also mentioned, it's been so awesome to see what you've done with your business and your new book and all the just the amazing things uh, that have happened in your life in those all those years so congratulations thank you
2: thank you so much it's been a it's been an awesome journey <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so we're gonna get into that because it, it really is a journey some ups and downs and uh, obviously we want to focus on your new book but just for the sake of listeners tell us a bit about your business who you help how you help them etc
2: sure sure so as you mentioned it is an integrative health center and my dream was always to look at the whole person and not simply just treat the symptoms. So we do that through our three pillar approach of mindset, nutrition and movement. And we offer physical therapy, nutrition coaching, yoga, mindfulness, movement, uh, to really help people get to the root of their health issues. So that's, you know, something that is super important to me instead of just uh, allowing people to wait until something happens, really trying to be proactive and prevent health conditions and disease.
1: I know you have a brand new book that you've published. And before we kind of jump into that, I'd like to kind of just understand, you know, what was the reasoning what was your motivations you know what did you want to accomplish by now jumping into the book author journey yes
2: yeah, so my main goal of writing the book is really to help inspire and empower people more than anything to be the best versions of themselves and to really not take for granted movement or their health or their life. And, you know, really, it might sound cliche, but live every day to the fullest.
1: You know i have i've seen what you know followed you on social media i know since you and i last saw each other that you know you've gotten married you've had some health challenges which are you know obviously is part of this journey um yes i saw the fact that you were competing on uh, <laughs> the american ninja War. that i thought that was very cool but can you share a little bit of that journey Ariane? like what has happened to you because that that that's instrumental and i think it's also part of you know obviously part of the book
2: Sure, sure. So some of the the things that had happened early on in my life that I felt like were important to share were I was a victim of sexual assault. My brother sadly passed away when he was 29. My mom had cancer. And I realized during that time that I was, I was able to move through those challenges and do that through healing through movement actually. And when I was faced with a significant challenge myself, which was about five years ago, I was diagnosed with stage three liposarcoma and it was a really rare and aggressive cancer. So of course I had to put to the test my philosophy that I've shared with my patients and clients for so many years. And I wanted to not only survive cancer, but I really wanted to thrive. I wanted to appreciate every day, the ability to move. And so during that time, I used the motto challenge accepted and I trained and competed for American Ninja Warrior and competed on the show about six months after and or four months after excuse me. And so through that journey, I really began began to have more clarity on my vision my purpose my uh, goal for even opening up my health center and i've learned so much through that that that's what i wanted to share in the book is how i've overcome these challenges but how i really believe that we all can do that and uh, with the power of mindset nutrition and movement
1: yeah i mean it's it's such a powerful story. I mean, a lot of times, Ariane, the, the folks who are on this podcast are writing very specific business books, but your book, which obviously you're just so, you know, it's so, you're so well-equipped to write. I mean, talking about, an, uh, you know, amazing experiences really to inspire others is, is, you know, is, is a great reason to write a book. And if you know, help so many other people. I'd like to just take a quick tangent because you mentioned movement, obviously that's a big part of your philosophy, but as someone who, and I didn't even share this with you before we hit the record button, but over the last six months, I finally got serious again. So when you last knew me, I was working out at the gym, obviously, uh, or not obviously, but I kind of got off of that for a couple of years, but I've really got my um, health back in order moving every day, watching what I eat. So I've, you know, dropped a bunch of weight that I didn't need to have, etc. So I'm very intrigued by this. um, And and now a real proponent of, you know, movement and everything that you profess. Talk about that a little bit more just for listeners. So maybe just some quick health tips before we continue back on your, your book journey, but just share some of your wisdom when it comes to movement.
2: Yeah, so I think the, well, first, congratulations to you. (laughs) Um, But I think as it relates to movement, you know, one of the things I always share with my patients is that movement is truly a gift and we don't uh, appreciate it until it's gone, until we're hurt, until you know, a surgery takes that movement away. And I think that that's one of the things as it relates to mindset relating to movement. So I always call that a movement mindset is you have to think about that. You can't sit all day and then go work out for 30 minutes and expect to feel great because your body's meant to move all day long. It craves movement. That's how we thrive. So it doesn't necessarily need to be working out for an hour at the gym it could be just movement throughout the day it could just be getting up changing positions i always like to use the term movement variability so the more that we can be in different positions and postures the happier our bodies are. <laughs> and the, the last thing is, is that movement is emotion. So we have in our fascial tissue, our connective tissue or glue that holds us all together, we have all of these receptors called interoceptors. I won't we'll get into detail about that, but essentially we hold emotions in our body. So when we begin to use movement, we can express our emotions in a really powerful, powerful way. And that's why I think not only from a a personal anecdotal standpoint, how, when I say it's healed me, but from a science standpoint, (laughs) I also think that it has healed me and it has healed so many others.
1: And I know, and I've seen your videos online. I mean, you're, you're such in such amazing condition. I have seen some of the things you do and I'm like, oh my gosh, how does she move that way? And, uh, on rings and all that different stuff, but for the average business owner, who who might be sitting a lot or might not be moving a lot I mean what encouragement would you give that person just to start incorporating more movement. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be going to the gym or running five miles. Or, and that's what I've come to realize. So mm-hmm. share, share a little of that insight, please.
2: Sure. So I would say the first thing is is to set your alarm and every 30 minutes, get up out of your chair and move around. And if you can't start with 30 minutes, try 60 minutes and then work your way towards that. But every 30 minutes, you could walk up and down the stairs. You could walk around your house. You could do 10 squats. You could do a mobility exercise. If that felt good to you, but you don't necessarily even need a professional to guide you. You just want to think of just intuitively, intuitively what your body wants to do. And then once you get in that, again, more of that movement mindset, then you might say, you know what? I think I'm going to start walking. So you might walk 10 minutes every other day. And then begin to use that as a baseline for increased exercise, you know, so I think it's just, I think you're right. Sometimes people think, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to run. They have all these negative thoughts about movement or exercise. And I like to think of movement versus exercise (laughs) because it's easier to just go to the gym and exercise for 30 minutes, but it's hard to think about moving all day long. Yeah. shouldn't be. shouldn't right. be, but our culture yes. lends itself
1: yes. to that. <laughs> yeah, and, and listen, I've, you know, I've been so guilty of that. I just sit down at my desk, and I work all day, and I, and, and even in my own head, I knew it wasn't healthy. And mm-hmm. the more you research, you realize how, how an unhealthy lack of movement is. Yes. i got to tell you, Ariane, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about this, but I always sort of poo-pooed the people that had their little Fitbits and their little exercise bands. <laughs> i was like oh that's so stupid what do you need i tell you I, I got one and now i love it it kicks that's my butt awesome. you know it kicks my butt now it's not every 30 minutes but it's six, every every hour i get up that's just part of the, you know i just realized because i'm always sitting um so uh it's, it's one of these little hacks that i've actually actually i got my kids wearing them now my wife wearing it and we have these little inner inner family challenges but uh i i digress but i i think your concept and your philosophy about movement is just so important obviously that message is part of your book and so now to come back to your new book rise up Mm -hmm. is it written for a particular type of person Um, Who who could benefit from reading it Yes, so it could
2: really anyone could benefit from it. I think, and and I know that sounds very broad, but I'm going to narrow that down a little. Is that anyone that is dealing with any kind of challenge? Because I think that when you are facing a challenge yourself, it sometimes feels like you're all alone on an island, and it doesn't seem like anyone else in the world has experienced it, and. I've you know dealt with addiction, I've dealt with cancer diagnoses, sexual assault and and that doesn't make me any different than anyone else because everybody's challenges are unique to them. But I think what or what I hope is that the reader who is potentially going through some challenges of their own can feel like they have the control to take their health back, to take their life back and continue to
1: move forward. The book is recently published as of the time we're recording this um tell me about you know when you when you finally got the book and you fi- you finally got the copies in hand you know how did that make you feel and more importantly did did you see any uh, immediate benefit you know transformation anything that was relative to the book now being available to your business or to your own you know just your own exposure out there
2: So first, it was the most exciting day ever.
1: (laughs) Good Good for
2: you! And it was pretty amazing because, as you know, it takes a lot of work and patience and time. So it was a great day. But I think the there's been several benefits. Personally, it's been one of the most healing things that I could have ever done for myself. And. I I feel like I've, I've actually encouraged other people that are dealing with a lot of challenges that you know perhaps they should cons- not consider writing a book but maybe perhaps journaling a little more or just writing it down and reflecting on what's happening because it's been super beneficial. But the wonderful thing is is that the people that have read it and given me feedback said you know they've either been really inspired to you know, take up a new movement skill, or they've been inspired to really take control of their lives, or they feel empowered to, you know, work on their overall health. And that is exactly what I'm hoping to do. So I that's been probably one of the most rewarding things.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the power of a book, even in this Mm -hmm. day and age, you know, it, it just has such tentacles to get out there around the world as you're probably experiencing and, you know, helping people. So uh, it's, it's a great reason why, especially with the kind of book that you wrote, that's meant to really inspire and help others very specifically, you know, just to get that out there. Can you share, Arianne, you know, while it's not necessarily a business book, it obviously is helping promote your business how are you using it relative to your business? Now you do have a local bricks and mortar business. You also help and coach others virtually. Mm-hmm. How's it helping with all of that?
2: That's great. It's a great question. So it's so the great thing is is that my my personal journey and my professional journey are essentially have become one and the same <laughs> yeah. that it is you know which is I know sometimes takes years to for that to happen and I think it has taken me years but now I feel like everything is in line with my my purpose and mission and vision and I really have a lot of clarity on that so now my all of my patients can benefit from the book and all of my audience can benefit from the book so that's really where I'm I'm kind of promoting both in in this in the same sentence
1: and it it, and it does have that ability and uh you know it can definitely be you know used in that way so let me let me ask you because it's so fresh with you know where we are as far as a timeline you know what advice would you give someone who might have an interesting you know history experience, life experience that might want to write a book similar to the kind of book that you wrote any words of encouragement advice uh, to get that person to actually do what you did
2: yeah like i said i think that personally it was so 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 incredibly healing and I would encourage anyone that has dealt with you know maybe challenges in their own life or they have a story to share to to share it with the world you know I think that I always say that if you can help one person then you're successful and I think that you know by doing it not only can you potentially help yourself but you might be able to help someone that's really struggling in their life and you know be someone that is you know Whatever, whatever it might be, a role model or an a sense of encouragement, I think it could be really, really powerful for somebody that you might not even know if you don't do it.
1: Yeah, you're 100% right there. Now, refresh my memory, is this, did you self-publish? Did you work with a publisher? What was like some of the actual, how did you actually get the book written? Did you lock yourself up in a weekend? Did it take two years? <laughs>
2: So it's it took it's taken a little while a couple years and I I started with writing it but then I it kind of it sat for a little bit and then I had to I would say from October of 2020 and so March I was just I, I worked on it all the time <laughs> anytime that my husband asked me what I was doing working on the book working on the book <laughs> so I, I really kicked it in gear and I started with just a really detailed outline and I wanted to make it not just a typical memoir but I really wanted to have a rises and falls and in, in the storyline so I was it was very calculated in how I ordered everything and some of it of course was chronological but so that took a long time there's i had quite a few editors i had two main editors and then i had other people as beta readers so that process was probably the most daunting (laughs) i will say is the whole as you very well know is the editing process and then i did self-publish at the end which that was actually a great experience
1: now just out of curiosity Mm um are you going to be one and done or do you see future books (laughs) coming out
2: so I, I actually wrote well this I don't know how much this counts, but I did write a, a an ebook. So I started with that just to kind of work through some of the kinks. and then I did and then this was the actual book. So yes, I think I will be writing more books, but I will plan it out a little longer so I have plenty of time. So I made this hard deadline of I wanted to publish in the spring. <laughs> so I would probably spread it out a little bit and just make sure I'm really organized and stick to the, the plan
1: yeah 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 well I mean listen that that's a very smart strategy having a deadline I mean a lot of times people start writing books and they don't set that deadline and what happens is they never finish the book because there's not that you know deadline so I think it's you know and again knowing your personality and how driven you are I think you know that kind of thing really probably helped you get it done now maybe you've already alluded to this but I always like to ask especially you know, first time authors who are just fresh off of releasing their book. Are there any mistakes or speed bumps or just things you'd want to caution someone who has yet to write that first book that, you know, you just want to warn them about?
2: Yes. I would say the two things that I I learned learned a lot about would be one is finding the right if you do plan to self publish, finding the right self publisher. Because the two different companies I worked with, I really loved one and really did not love the other one. (laughs) So I think that that's really important. And then also as it relates to editing, I think one of the things that I learned was that everyone has a very different style of editing. (laughs) And there's informal writing and there's formal writing, and then there's lots of different gray areas, which I know there shouldn't be with the English language, but I definitely found that to be the case. So I think maybe just doing your research to make sure that you have the right person for you and you know that really meets your writing style or know things like that and it's also the right type of editing so whether you're looking for content editing or line editing (laughs) Um, i did it the reverse so i did line editing and you know paid a fair amount and then i thought they were going to do content so i had to had to get another editor to do content editing and then i had to edit that so it was you know it was just some Some speed bumps, as you said, Mm -hmm. nothing major, but I just think, you know, really trying to do your due diligence, ask people like you and, you know, all the people that you're working with for some references and resources so that when you go to actually do the book part of it, that it makes the process a little more seamless
1: yeah yeah i mean and and anyone who's thinking about doing a book that's listening right now there's so many great resources obviously myself my business but there's so many good books on amazon and out there that uh you know it it should at least minimize any mistakes um doesn't mean you won't make them or there won't be some little gotcha but yeah i mean having that plan and just doing your research i think is critical and i just happen to notice i know you've got the kindle book you've got the, the printed book. Given your personality, have you thought about doing <laughs> an a the audiobook? I sure am. It's uh, scheduled scheduled
2: <laughs> in a couple weeks.
1: <laughs> oh, that'll be a fun experience.
2: <laughs> yes. I'm. I'm looking. yeah, so it's I think it's gonna be three definitely three days, maybe four days. I was going to try to do it on my own and then I decided to just go yeah, <laughs> going to go a to studio. The studio. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I did my first couple on my own. Now I just pay. I don't mean you know. I just pay someone to do it, and just a professional narrator, because I'm like, okay, it's not me. I think with obviously with your book and your style of book, it's ultra critical that yes. you know you narrate it. Our, our our mutual friend Pat Flynn. I remember when he yes. uh, when he did his audio book. He how painful um, it was to go in and do it. But I mean, the reality is just for listeners a fair number of people love audiobooks so if you have a book that you've written in the past and you haven't gone through the effort of creating an audio version um, whether it's you narrating it or a professional narrator it's just another way to breathe new life into a book that's been out there or if you're like Ariane and, and have a brand new book um, it makes sense so well congratulations on that that uh, that is a uh, it's an exercise for sure <laughs>
2: exercise of patience
1: oh yeah yeah and, <laughs> But you see, you're very articulate. Like, I, I just realized, maybe it's getting older. Right? It's like I just, like, I, when I even yeah. hear these podcasts, I'm like, I sound like that. <laughs> I, I talk like that. And uh, my kids are always getting on like, Dad. But anyway. So, <laughs> hey, Ariane, as we wrap up here, I, I'd love for you to leave listeners with one thing. Now, I, I'm going li- to leave it up to you if it's something about health, if it's something about, you know, perseverance, if it's something about writing a book. I just want some one thing that you would like to leave our listeners with?
2: Sure. I think that most importantly, uh, never take your health for granted and your movement for granted. And if there's something that you really want to do in life, whether it's writing a book or something different, don't hold yourself back and just continue to move forward and rise up.
1: Awesome. And speaking of rise up, I've already mentioned it is on Amazon, but tell our listeners, where they can get your book, and how they can learn more about you.
2: Sure. So you can get the book on Amazon. I think it will be available on Barnes & Noble soon, but right now it is on Amazon. And you could also come to my Integrative Health Center in Downingtown. And uh, you can find out more about me at drarianmissimer.com or themovementparadigm.com. And feel free to follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We have lots of daily tips on mindset, nutrition, and movement.
1: Yeah, and they're all good. So I highly encourage (laughs) folks, grab her book and check her out. And uh, Arianne, congratulations. And, uh, you know, just again, it's awesome to see all the success you're creating and all the people you're now able to help,
0: even beyond Downingtown. So congratulations with all that.
2: Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate you having me.
0: You've just listened to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author podcast. If you've been on the fence about writing your own book, there's no better time than now to become a Main Street author. To learn more, visit MainStreetAuthor.com. That's MainStreetAuthor.com. And while you're there, schedule a complimentary strategy session with Mike to discuss your book ideas. See you next time, and remember, you can do this.